Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. Hey guys, Christine here. I'm uh, from We Eat Stuff. And this is a podcast called We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. Happy Friday. In this podcast, my husband Charlie and I seek out folks in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our conversation this week is with Colleen Clausen, Ambassador of Culinary Delights, or as how she puts it, at Milk Toast Bar. You can find their brand spanking new website at milktoastbar.org. That's spelled M-I-L-Q-U-E. Colleen is native of St. Louis. She has worked at many fine eateries around town, including Venice Cafe and Big Sky Cafe. She just celebrated the two-year anniversary of her cute little place on Jefferson called Milk Toast Bar. Colleen has um, some great stories about her family that you'll hear and cooking with them. That's pretty much all they did growing up. And if you follow her on Facebook, you know that she is big into social activism. And you can read about how she makes her shop or tries to make her shop an open, welcoming place for everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And this is Colleen Clausen. Colleen. Totally intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Yeah. Welcome. Hi. Thanks. Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm well. Excellent. I'm well. It was a nice day. It's our closed day, so I run around and try to get things done. Hooray. Those mm. are always nice days. I like nice it. little afternoon uh, respite, yeah. I guess. Mm. From the lovely weather, sort of. Yeah. Mm. Kind of, sort of. What do you have for us in the carafe? Uh Oh, what did you bring is, for us? I brought you the ice dirty chai from yes. uh, from Milk Toast. It's uh, that one place. <laughs> that one place I was just at. Um, it's a little creamy, a little spicy, yeah. not too sweet, a little sweet, yeah, nice and strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we yeah. take our our Japanese ice brew and we make ginger chai syrup mm. and those two things and cream. Excellent. Or we make it with coconut milk often, mm. which is also nice, but I like it with cream. Yeah, so that's how I brought it. This mm. this is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Very nice and good. subtle. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but still full body flavor. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Oh, good. It is. Yeah, and you have your lovely water. That's yes, okay. Hyd- hydration is important. Right. Mm. Especially um, if you've already had too much coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. You can reach a point. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. I I get to those days sometimes. Mm. Mm. So, Colleen, who are you? <laughs> That's a funny question. I know. Very existentially yeah. difficult. Um, you take it however you want. Um, this girl lives over on the south side. I have a little spot, milk toast bar. On Jefferson. Yeah, mm-hmm. on Jefferson. We make toast, but not just any old toast. Fancy fancy toast. Special fancy, locally made, loved on. S'more and broad, Danish-inspired toast. Yeah. Mm. Well, Scandinavian, all the Scandinavian places mm. inspired. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And I just saw you yesterday, and you said that you were celebrating your 
two-year anniversary two in years a couple weeks. Coming wow. up. Coming mm. right up. And it feels like it just happened. Yeah. But then it also feels like I've been doing this forever. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a nice sensation. I think there's a little more... I, I think it feels a little less frantic paced mm-hmm. now. Like we're kind of settling into like a good stride, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's kind of nice. You know, at first you're really super busy all the time, and mm-hmm. you know you're getting a hold of like your rotations and your schedules and your ebb and your flow. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I guess you just sort of changed your menu format recently, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I so after consulting some trusted sources, one of the things that we heard a lot of is because we're a different concept and our platform is slightly different, you know, with the platters like mm-hmm. we do on the weekend. So we would only do it on the weekends, but everyone wanted them during the week. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. every day there's like five to 10 specials, plus the regular menu, mm-hmm. plus the simple things, plus the desserts. And then we were like, maybe this is too much. So why don't we scale? Mm. The number of items back, but then offer the platters all week long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because that seems to be the thing that people get really most excited about. Sure. And honestly, it's the most fun for me, too. Because, yeah. you know, it's like, ooh, let's put this and this and this together. Or a lot of times people will come in, and especially if they're regulars, they'll just be like, make me something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't want to decide one thing, so I'll just give them a platter. and yeah. mm-hmm. Here, try this and this. Yeah. Like I did to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, wait, it was, <laughs> it was all very good. You would have been jealous. Yeah, what, what type of toast did we have? So I got the trio yes. of toast. I had peach and cheddar. Mm-hmm. Cheddar cheese melted over it. I had mm. key lime pie Ooh. toast. Mm, and then good. kale and avocado salad. Ooh, that sounds really good. They were really good. Yeah. And then watermelon with, what is that spice again that you use? Cajin. Cajin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that mm. stuff's awesome. It's a recent discovery. I was turned on to that by our, it's actually our most recent employee, mm-hmm. um, Cheryl Ryder. Uh, she, she's like, you haven't ever used this? And I was like, I never knew about yeah. it. It's like very mild pepper. Yeah. Kind yes. of with other stuff in it. It's like chili powder, lime salt. Mm. It's just kind of like sets everything off. A yeah, mm. I guess there must be a natto in it, because um, yeah. I think there must be a natto in it as well. A natto is that a spice? Yeah, it is. Oh. It's like a it. You see, like yellow Spanish rice. Oh, That's okay. how it turns that color. Oh, I see. Okay. Usually, you take the natto seeds and you fry oh. them to release the color, and then mm. you use that. You you drain the seeds out. You don't gotcha. usually eat them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it plays really nicely with the juicy watermelon. A lot in Brazilian food, you'll see yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cool. So it was very good. Yeah. It was excellent. Um, and so, for people who may not have been to Milk Toast, what? How would you describe your place? Uh, what would you tell? Sometimes I say things like, "You come here to die of cuteness," but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we. We're a very nurturing place and people in general, and we just want people to come in and have not just a meal, but an experience. Mm-hmm. And we like talking about our neighborhood and our community, so I kind of feel like that's the the gist. Like, not just a meal. Mm-hmm. That's maybe how I would describe mm-hmm. it. Okay. Nice. 
So you were in the, as you were just telling me, McKinley Heights? Yes, McKinley Heights neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So we're tucked away between Benton Park, Lafayette Square, Soulard, and Fox Park. Mm -hmm. And it's a little more residential, uh, although there is a more thriving commerce than I think there's ever been since I've lived there Mm -hmm. recently. I'm in the Canyon Run Complex, which is, it used to be a motorcycle repair place. Mm. Um, So our actual storefront were two exterior walls Mm -hmm. that at some point somebody slapped a roof on. Mm. When we started it, it was, there wasn't a facade. There was no address, Mm. technically. Mm. Mm. We went down to special records. We couldn't find anything, Mm -hmm. but the, like where our patio is now, that had an address. Mm-hmm. Would obviously now have an address. Um, but that was a interesting. That's a peculiarity of yeah. of our place, mm. and it's very narrow mm-hmm. and kind of longish. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's a it's essentially a gangway mm. that yeah. is now a restaurant. Wow! Wow! Nice. So that's why we try to take advantage of our exterior space. Mm. So we have the stage out back. I have a garden on the side. Plenty of seating. Mm. Umbrellas, mm-hmm. overhangs, nooks and crannies. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever been in the back. I don't think I have either. Wow, we've probably missed oh, out yeah, a whole yeah. experience. Yeah, we have a show on Thursday, tomorrow oh, night. Oh, oh, awesome. You guys could come and check it out and see mm. how it looks all twinkly and yeah. wonderland at night. Wow, I know. Is it a concert? It is. It's cool. like a showcase. I think there's three bands. Um, sorry. Um, we've been doing a lot more of that. It's, the stage is kind of a good example of... <laughs> a lot of how milk toast happens and there's mm-hmm. a bit of stream of consciousness where initially there was all this leftover wood in our backyard from the tear out of the furniture store next to us and we decided to use it to build a dry storage shed but we got part of the way through and we we're like wait a minute this is an awesome stage so then mm. we just decided to build a stage instead <laughs> So now we have a stage and a venue, so we got a PA, and mm. cool. we've nice. been having neat things like theater festivals, and uh, well, there was going to be a puppet show, I had to get relocated because of the mm. weather, but mm. uh. just a, a variety of different events and things that can take place then. Yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. So how long have you been cooking for? Well, and feeding people? 23 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done a few other things, but mostly I've worked in restaurants since I was a teenager. Yeah. So, mm. have you owned other places before? No, it's my first ownership of a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But how did opened mil- restaurants? You know, worked in every capacity. That's something that was always really vitally important to me was to learn to do all of the different jobs because mm-hmm. mm. I feel like it's important to understand and respect what everyone else is going through. Sure. So, mm. I've waited tables, I've tended bar, I've mm. been the dishwasher, mm-hmm. you know, all. all the things. Mm-hmm. So, how did milk toast happen? <laughs> Again, it's with the stream of consciousness. It happened sitting on the back porch. I live directly across the alley from, from the shop and mm. sit on the back porch and look at the, the buildings over there. Somebody should really do something there. And we mm. didn't have so much of a cafe in our neighborhood, mm. so I thought... We should do something like that, but I didn't want to go coffee shop route, you know, mm. coffee shop with food because we have so many great coffee shops around us. Mm. So there's Mud House, there's Sump, 
Park mm-hmm. Avenue. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's not what we need. We need a different kind of place. Mm-hmm. So then we decided to look into something that ha- that's more ubiquitous in Australia, which is a milk bar. Mm. So yeah. in my mind, I was thinking like a soda fountain, you mm-hmm. know, like an old time. Do you guys remember Jennifer's? I don't think it's still there. Oh, Jennifer's Pharmacy? Yeah. Is yeah. it still there? No, it's not there anymore. Bikes go there a lot. Yeah, when I worked in Clayton at, at Remy's, I, I loved going over there. Hmm. And then I get a chocolate malt. And, mm-hmm. you know, hmm. I just liked that kind of more simple and little bit throwback. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking along those lines and Milk Bar, which is kind of like a corner store esque thing, but drink drink centric Mm -hmm. and then one day I was with a friend and I said we're gonna open up a milk bar and she had just begun baking bread you know because at that point I was like well we're gonna have to have food also and what exactly is that going to be Mm -hmm. she had just started making bread she's like you have to serve my bread I love making this bread serve my bread you know (laughs) I was like well how about toast? Topped toast. That's fun. That really showcases, you know, what bread is all about and what mm-hmm. bread is doing. And we have so many amazing bakeries mm-hmm. all around us and in mm-hmm. St. Louis. And people are really, really good at that here. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing led to another. I started doing some research. Scandinavian. I'm also Norwegian by heritage. Mm. And we looked into Smorinbrod, which is topped toast. That's, That's what, what it, it means. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. okay. And right. voila, milk toast was born. Mm. Okay. Why do you why do you misspell milk? Well, we didn't misspell milk. Yeah, the no. milk, the milk it toast is, actually, is an actual term. It yeah. is actually yeah. it's a dish in and of itself. So mm-hmm. it's it's a few different things. Mm-hmm. A dish in and of itself, which is sweetened milk poured over bread, which is given to people mm-hmm. convalescing because it's very comforting and soothing, easy to eat and mm-hmm. easy di- to digest, but also nutritious. Um. There was a cartoon, <laughs> H.W. Waters, Walt. Was it about Harvey Milk Toast? Yes. Was it? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, that character, <laughs> Milk Toast. But then Fisher said the quote, Milk Toast is a warm, mild, soothing thing full of innocent strength. And that was really our personality mm-hmm. and what we were going for. Mm-hmm. We really wanted to be a place that was inclusive and everyone in our neighborhood could afford to be at and wanted to be at and hang out and mm-hmm. you know we really get to know people a lot there mm-hmm. intentionally I mean maybe it's a little tongue-in-cheek but we take it seriously mm-hmm. but it's supposed to be kind of funny too mm-hmm. right you know I mean, the place is, is serious but there's also that helmet album milk toast <laughs> <laughs> there's that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so did you have any weird reactions at first like people saying milk or toast I can get that at home uh, well, that's interesting. Somebody else just asked me about what what struck me as, I don't know. I mean, I guess anytime you try to do anything, somebody's going to want to say something about yeah. it. Yeah. It's the risk you take. Mm-hmm. You know, the more things you try, the more things you'll have critics over. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just really happy with what we're doing and proud of it. So I don't, I don't know that I have time or energy or effort to listen <laughs> to that. I love constructive criticism and critique, mm-hmm. especially of like flavor combinations. Mm-hmm. People make lots of helpful suggestions, mm-hmm. mm. but the people who have come and who have come back and keep returning, maybe it was a bit challenging, but once they were like, oh, 
this isn't just toast. Because it is. <laughs> yeah. You know. Definitely. They're like, this is really interesting and fun. And people are really helpful about things, I feel like, mostly. Yeah. And does your friend still provide all the bread? Well, um, we have several different bakeries. Mm-hmm. Red Guitar Breads. That's Alex Carlson. He has a little shop mm. down in Cherokee. Yeah. Mm. Um, we use Breadsmith. Um, they have, they're, they're located in Richmond Heights. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But we've been working with them in different restaurants for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Many, many years in different places all over. I mean, sometimes we use Companion. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get a loaf of Hawaiian bread because I need that flavor for something. Sure, yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. Um, I like going around and exploring other places, too. Like, Pakara has this really nice focaccia that I like a lot. Mm. They have a, they're at Soulard Market on Saturdays only. Mm-hmm. And they're actually in Illinois, but mm-hmm. some of that's really good. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, salty and, like, mm. it's so oily. Like, when you eat it, when you bite into it, it squishes. Hmm, huh. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us more about the milk side of things. Like, you have a lot of flavor, different flavor milks, and a lot of these really awesome sodas as well. Yeah. yeah. So we make our own sodas. We have a, a fizzy water maker, and then we make all of our own syrups, and those flavors rotate, but we keep regular flavors mm. on online pretty regularly. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, right now and for in the summer, I have one that's really interesting called Pandan. Mm. Uh, I had that. It's delicious. Isn't it amazing? Yes. So this is bright green <laughs> Indonesian herb mm. flavor, but it tastes like the smell of basmati rice. Yeah. And oh, wow. Interesting. It's a little like bit like pistachio, too. A little mm. bit of that. I think you just think it tastes like pistachio Maybe because of the color. it's green. Maybe that's it. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I feel like it's... I mean, it, there, there's definitely a nuttiness. Yeah. Right? Flavor is great, though. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's very unique. It's very mm, surprising, yeah, I think. Yeah, it is. Really yeah. nice and refreshing. Good yeah. Good for days like today. Yeah. Unexpected. Awesome. The ginger chai. We always have that. Yes. Chocolate, strawberry. Mm-hmm. And then you make your coconut and nut milks, too, yes. right? Yes. Well, yeah. we make... A variety of nut milks. Mm-hmm. For a long time, we were doing coconut and cashew. Mm-hmm. Recently, I started making uh, toasted pecan mm. and some uh, mixed coconut milk. So it's mm. not just all coconuts. Mm. So, so I've been experimenting with, a, you know, different nut coconut combinations. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I've made peanut milk, oat mm-hmm. milk, corn milk. Mm. Not all of them are as delicious as other ones, mm-hmm. but you can make it out of just about any yeah. mm. nut. I mean, I know peanut's not really a nut, but it's but, really good with chocolate, and mm. that's about it. Yeah, I bet yeah. it would be. <laughs> <laughs> mm. right, so it's a legume, right? Yes. It yeah, is, yeah. yeah. Legume. So yes, it is the... Oh, no, it's not. No. That's <laughs> okay. just has it, nut in the name. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so do you have any... Um, special food or drink memories or cooking memories from growing up yeah all of them yeah i'm very connected it seems like viscerally you, you grew to up my, cooking and stuff it, it did yeah. we have a big family everyone had to be home when the streetlights were on to have dinner together mm-hmm. and everyone had to participate in some aspect of the meal mm-hmm. whether it was setting the table washing the dishes helping toss the salad whatever mm-hmm. um did you make and then siblings, later or? yeah i have three older brothers and a little sister oh, okay and we always had some wayward person or children or something eating with us. Yeah. We're friends. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, 
It was a lot of people around the table yeah. every night. Uh-huh. Mm. Did both your parents cook? They did. Yeah. Mm. So I didn't know this when I was younger, but I found out later that my grandfather on my father's side was a chef. Mm. So he didn't know that. And everyone in my family cooks, and they're all really good at it. Aunts, uncles, cousins. Mm-hmm. We have. We used to get together for Sunday dinners with all of our family. Um, you know, all the cousins and everyone would go over to Grandma's house, and we have a great big Sunday supper. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't dinner; it was supper, which is in the afternoon. Yeah. Mm. So we would have that, mm-hmm. and. There are there is a family cookbook of all the dishes that we all liked mm-hmm. the best, and I don't know like my very favorite meal on earth is my mom's vegetable soup and homemade bread mm-hmm. and a glass of milk. But I get that for sure on my birthday, and then my dad always made crepes. Um, there's my my brothers are really good cooks. Mm-hmm. My Eldest brother is like the smoker person in the mm-hmm. family. He does all the smoking of the meat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I could go on and on and on about all my favorite dishes. Yeah. The second mm-hmm. oldest brother is the one that always makes the fondue. Mm. So we mm. have that mm-hmm. for holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he's always the person that does it. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You say your family is Norwegian? Uh, yeah, we have Scandinavian heritage and then uh, European mutt. Mix, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Did either of those cultures really influence the cooking that you guys did, or just kind of all of it? Kind of, I guess, all of it. Mm-hmm. But we also had a lot of um, like South American dishes mm-hmm. from my uncle's my my uncle's wife, mm-hmm. and she brought in a lot of our like some of my very favorite things, like Mexican spoon bread, mm-hmm. enchiladas, mm-hmm. some other. Things that were just particular into the family. We had this other dish. I don't know where in the world it came from, but artichoke squares. Mm. That's something I like to make for holidays all the time. Huh. What is that? So it's basically like a egg cheese souffle with artichokes in it. Mm. It's delicious. That's yeah, it sounds really like good. Yeah. It's so good. Mm. I could eat it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like I could eat it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. I've made it in milk toast before. It's awesome on toast. I bet. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. I haven't had dinner yet. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I'm hungry, man. Uh, um, so then, let's see. I guess I'll, I'll I'll ask you about food and stuff around town, what other people are doing at other businesses. Do you have any dishes or meals from folks around town that you think people ought to know about? Or drinks? Yes. yes. Probably so many. Um, Tell us. Like the... <laughs> the ones I like to copy the best, or hmm. the ones I like to eat the best, or I don't any, know. I mean, really, anything any of, of those anything, things. Anything yeah. of note. So I think in the when you first asked that, like the forefront of my mind, and this is something I was thinking about earlier, is sometimes after you've been working in the industry for a really long time, you don't look at things in the same way as a person who goes out to dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, you sort of deconstruct things, or you're like, uh, I, you know, I've had this, whatever, but. Then sometimes you go out and you have a meal and you're like, oh, it's completely a mystery. How did they do this? Yeah. What is going on here? Yeah. I don't understand. And your mind's blown again, you know? Mm. It reignites your passion and your inspiration. Mm-hmm. So for me right now, what is happening at Confluence Kombucha is sort of like that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's so interesting and so... Uh, 
it's still kind of mysterious to me. Yeah. And he'll explain it, and then I get it, but it's some food that he put in front of me, and I'm like, I have no idea what this is, and I love it, you know? And I can be a blank slate again, Yeah. you mm. know? Nice. Yeah, so that's really cool. Was it Chris Bork who came by and told us about that place? Yes. And told, he had said he had some uh, uh, fermented avocado. It's yeah. like fizzing and his mouth has is eating it. Who does that? Yeah. What is that? We still haven't been there. How does that happen? You yeah. guys have to go there. Oh, yeah, we've had okay. a lot of people tell us about yeah. Will's place. I just have a lot of respect for that guy. Yeah. I just, I mean, even as a person too, he's a really awesome person yeah. and cares about people hmm. and what he's doing and what he's feeding people. Yeah. So cool. I think you can really taste that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, this is another meal I recently had and I, I had been wanting to go here for a long time but I went to the Stone Soup Cottage. Mm. Oh yeah. And that was maybe in my life one of the better meals I've had. Mm-hmm. It was up there. It was totally mm. up there. And not because it was fussy or complicated. None of the dishes were anything that I hadn't seen before or didn't know about but mm. they were just done so perfectly and the service was mm. so amazing mm. and everything was elegantly understated Mm. And all of the flavors were clean and just right. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything that happened where I was like, "Ah, oh, this is too salty." Whatever. I mean, <laughs> there was no criticism that happened other than like sheer enjoyment. Mm. Wow. In my mind. Yeah, so, we've not been there either. I highly recommend. Yeah, that's yeah, like a special does, occasion yeah. sort of place, yeah. but. Now, do they, they only do a couple <clears throat> tables per night? Is that right? Not a couple. I guess they do. Uh, I don't. Let me see. Two, four. It's very small, right? Maybe 20 okay. people, okay. maybe 30, mm. 20, mm-hmm. 30 people were mm-hmm. there. Mm. But many courses, mm-hmm. we had wine pairings, and everything was just perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And really great service. Yeah. But then there's other things that I crave and get mouth-watering for mm-hmm. when I think about, like Caesar salad at Frazier's. Mm. Yeah. And they also do, in the summer... Uh, cucumber bisque mm. that I just die for all year until is that sort of again. hot or cold? it's cold mm. Mm. it's made with nuts it's so good. Mm. yeah that I loved spending time working at Venice Cafe in the jerk shack and I still make mm. jerk chicken all mm-hmm. the time Yeah, mm. I love it so much it's probably one of my very favorite things to make on earth mm-hmm. but I like that flavor. And now, interestingly, there's all these Jamaican places popping up that yeah. I can't wait to get to all of them. Yeah. And I think that's neat. Everything, basically, that happens at Five Bistro, I think, mm-hmm. I have full disclosure, I did work there too, but I have, that food's kind of impeccable too, mm-hmm. in the way that it's approached and how it's done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I love everything I've ever eaten there. <laughs> so I could go, it changes all the time, right? Yeah. So he's always doing different mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's never going to be the same necessarily as the last time you went, and I like that too. Mm. You know, mm. I go to, I go just like get a staple thing, you know, mussels frites. Mm-hmm. I like to get that at many different places and mm-hmm. try what everyone's doing. I don't know. I, we're in such a food town. We're surrounded by beautiful food and people doing amazing things. It's mm. like almost impossible to start picking because then, pretty soon, I'd be like, no, I like everything. Yeah. <laughs> no, there, there are so many really creative people around. around. to eat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and they're all doing different stuff. Yeah. yeah. Nice problem to have. Say like endless. Mm-hmm. Yes. Endless variety. Yes. Oh, 
there's that new place that just opened in U City. I haven't been yet. They have um, boiled seafood, shake it in the thing, and throw it out on your table, and you eat it off oh, the table. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Huh. I know, uh, right? The What's real, real low key. I can't remember. It's something very generic. It is. Huh. Yeah, it's just very low key. Huh. Okay. I, I know what place you're talking, and it's not on Del Mar, right? Olive, I think. It's yeah. On Olive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. I know what place you're talking. But they just opened last Sunday, yeah. so I haven't been yeah. yet. Yep. But I was like, oh, this is great. We're getting all different kinds of new things happening yeah. here mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I try to go out to eat as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good thing to do. To stay on top of, you know, everyone else's approach to mm-hmm. things. Are there any people in town who you think are going to be doing really cool things in the next year? People you think we should keep our eye on? Well, probably Fossil and Mossad, who have egg and spareno rib. Oh, mm. you were just telling me about him. I mm-hmm. can't get over it. Because yeah. they started at spareno rib, and then they split egg and spareno rib. And I was like, well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And they're just awesome people. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're always working on something else next, you know. Mm-hmm. So I would look out for what's going to happen with all their stuff. Yeah, okay. That's another place I like going to both of those places mm-hmm. a lot. You know, even if it's, I'm going to have french fries. Yeah. Nothing wrong with fries. I'm going to go fries sit there and eat the fries. Yeah. <laughs> I love fries. Me too. Mm. Delicious. Yes, they are. Mm. Um, let's see. Oh, Colleen, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Artist. Artist. Yeah. Maybe I wanted to, at some point, be a writer. Mm -hmm. I like writing. I don't do much of it anymore, but artist really predominantly. That's what I went to school for. That's what I studied. And Mm -hmm. I feel like my job gives me the opportunity to express that. Mm -hmm. Plates are like canvases. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So... Did you have a particular medium that you worked with? You know, I did really like a great many things, mm-hmm. but I was really into ceramics, printmaking, and mm-hmm. painting. Mm-hmm. But I still loved her job. We have drawing clubs sometimes over at the place. Oh, People fun. come by and just draw. It's nice. Are the illustrations of toast your drawings? Those, interesting? No. Those are a fun story. We have friends who went to an estate sale mm-hmm. and discovered toast art. <laughs> and they <laughs> bought them and brought them back to us. And mm-hmm. then we just, people just keep bringing in toast art. And oh, then, cool. You know, who knew? Who knew this existed? Yeah. Mm. So there's that happening. <laughs> it's apparently a thing. We have, like, people that are at the shop all the time and who work there are, they're all either musicians or artists. Yeah. Everyone there, actually. Mm-hmm. So, we draw a lot. Like, the little cartoon toast that's, like, on our Facebook page, Sean mm-hmm. Lyon drew that, and those are all really fun. They're getting really illustrative. Mm-hmm. Illustrative? Is that a word? Illustrative? Illustrative, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see what questions I have here. Um, do you uh, drink? I drink a great many things. Yes. <laughs> All of the things. <laughs> Are there any uh, places you like to go get drinks? Like, do you mostly wine, beer, cocktail? You know, I, I mostly like wine and cocktails. Mm. <clears throat> I like ciders a lot. Mm. Um, 
beer just doesn't necessarily agree with me very much, mm-hmm. so I try to avoid it. It's not like I don't care for it. It just doesn't doesn't make me feel very great. So sure. other things make me feel much better. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, I love to go get taste cocktails. That is a mm. really fun thing to do. Yes, those yep. are good. They're so good. Mm-hmm. And Libertine's well, we're just over there, and I guess some new cocktails on that menu. And yeah, I was really just good. asking, I was trying to find out if a friend of mine had been to the new menu yet, so we were yeah. all excited about that. Yeah. It's very good. It's very, very good. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it is. I don't know. I like to go out sometimes and get drinks, wherever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fraser's has good drinks. Oh, yeah. They yeah. had this Always. one called the Buzz Button, and it was this weird mm-hmm. flower, and you would eat it, mm-hmm. and it would make your mouth taste every flavor and sensation you've ever had in your life. Huh. And then they served it with uh, bubbles, with champagne, mm. after. And it was amazing. Mm. Curious. I was uh. just there before, I was just there before mm-hmm. I came here, so I've got it totally on my mind. Mm. But, wow. Um, that sounds good. Mm. Yeah, I don't even remember what the name of that we can look it up later but hmm. we said it made your mouth feel all sorts of sensations what do you mean like it was uh well it was hmm it wasn't hallucinogenic or anything was it if hallucinogenic <laughs> could just be in your mouth then yes yes wow. it was interesting it was like that wow huh. like it tasted pins and needles and furry and smooth and salty and sour and sweet and now it didn't taste umami. It didn't have that mm. at all. What is a sorcery that Terry's found? I, mean, it's like, it's huh. a, a, I know. Mm. It's definitely sorcery. There's a party in my mouth that everyone's on acid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's That's a rave. Exactly yeah. it. It's called the buzz button. Wow. That's That's like interesting. Oh. That's so awesome. Mm. Sounds like something I need. Yeah, yes, yeah. you do need it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs it. Mm. Buzz button. Freezers. Okay, you heard it here, guys. Yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> Um, let's see. Should I go more random questions? Or I'm just trying to go. I don't know. I like I like going to well, I love going back to Venice Cafe. Have a drink out on the patio, especially yeah. when it's warm. Yeah. I used to go there a long, long time ago, like early 2000s mm-hmm. um, for like poetry readings and stuff like that. Yeah, right? Me yeah. too. I was there then. Yeah, maybe I didn't see each other. Probably. Yeah. It'd mm. be hard pressed not to have seen each other in St. Louis both yeah. living here. Fair enough, fair enough. True. Yeah. Yeah. I like to go to that thirty three wine bar and have a nice glass of wine and sit out there. Mm. That's really a pleasant thing mm. to do. Yeah. I guess I tend to like to stay in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I don't sh- I don't go out as much as I used to and as far as I used to. Mm. Although I love to go to like Alton and go to those places over there and mm. hop into whatever and just be open to whatever experience is gonna happen next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you never know. Good deal. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Mm. So then speaking of that, you're, you're sort of free-spirited. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Do Depends any, on how you define that. Do you have any hobbies or interests that people would never suspect about you? Oh, I don't know if they wouldn't suspect it, because I don't know. You're a pretty open book. I think so. Yeah. I don't really have... Or any stuff you like reading about or whatever? I do. I... I love to read. I'm a voracious reader. I kind of want to read everything I put my hands on. Mm. Lately, we've been reading Sherman Alexie and delving into this different genre 
I'm, I've been enjoying that, and apparently he's coming to Sheldon mm. and going to do a reading. Mm. So I'm hoping to go and do that. Um, the last novel that I adored was Goldfinch by Donna Tartt, mm. who is one of my all-time favorite authors anyway. She did The Secret History and The Little Friend. Yep. Those books were amazing. Mm. Like Anne Patchett. Mm-hmm. I love mm. the classics. Like, all of them. Yeah. I was required to read those by my mother, so I kind of feel like mm. and that was a nice thing that she gave me as a gift. Yeah, good for her. You know? Mm. Um, I read a lot about politics right now. Mm-hmm. Although, sometimes I have to take a break from that. Yes, most mm-hmm. <laughs> certainly. I can, you know, I have a side of me that can edge towards melancholic tendencies, so yeah. I, I, uh, too much politics isn't a nice diet for me, I mm. guess. Yeah. Agreed. I used to be yeah. more of a political junkie, now. I'm kind of like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just kind of... Just take it in small doses. Yeah. yeah. I understand. Yeah. I don't know, I love reading. I do too, but yeah. then my work gets in the way. I know that pesky thing, the yeah. work. Mm-hmm. I did <laughs> used to take books to work even mm-hmm. mm. I liked when I worked in the central west end because I would take the metro I'd ride my bike to metro station mm. and then read on the metro and then go to work and that was a nice interlude I don't know Matt I, I also recently more recently in my life discovered magazines mm-hmm. and I really like magazines mm-hmm. and I didn't realize they were so good but a lot of really mm. good writing is coming from magazines I think mm-hmm. mm. yeah I used to read Harper's a lot yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Like, those various, uh... You mean, you go to, like, Barnes & Noble and, like, the ones that are left, and, like, I usually have a lot of really neat magazines that have all sorts of interesting topics, like photography and... Yeah, right. You know, I did used and... to work at the Borders. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Some really fun people worked there with me. Tommy Holleran and I worked there at the same time. The oh, one really? Sunset Hills. Huh. That was... I was in the cafe, and he was on the floor. Mm. But there would just be books everywhere, so, yep. you know, you'd pick up something completely unknown and it'd be some amazing piece of literature that you never would have known about or discovered mm. before yeah i love reading staff picks i love going to the bookstore and reading the staff picks and mm-hmm. then getting those yeah you know subterranean books i like a lot left mm. bank yep i do miss the left bank downtown though yeah that mm. was really nice mm-hmm. well the space that it is now is also very beautiful mm-hmm. it's willow yeah yeah mm. the bailey's thing yeah, we did a thing with the Green Dining Alliance in there. It was lovely. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. So when you think of uh, the word successful, who comes to mind for you? Oh, that's an interesting question. Wow, I'm not sure. That doesn't have weird. to be that's someone a, you know. No, or it not could. weird. It's just... Um, <laughs> Unexpected. Know, my parents? Like, that was like the first thing that popped in my head. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know. I feel like I'm surrounded by a great many amazing people doing awesome things, and I see everyone successful around me, and it's very inspiring, and it makes me feel like everyone's sort of rising to the occasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Everyone really kind of supports each other around here. I feel they lift, that. They yeah. lift you up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do feel that. I feel like for as much as <coughs> we have some difficulties in our city that is not something we struggle with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know people are really supportive yeah it's nice to see I'd say like my city my city is successful I mean there's always 
ways to progress and move mm-hmm. forward. I'm not yeah. saying that, but I see a lot of hard work. I guess anybody who's working hard I see is successful. Mm-hmm. Like an actual human being specifically. That's okay. Lots. That's a, Lots. I have to think about that. I need more time. <laughs> that's fine. We'll come back to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and every, there's like, maybe that's a, a thing that isn't so straightforward for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's something okay. that, like, today is a really successful day. Hmm. Or, you know, this month was successful. Yeah. But I don't know if that's a state of being, like, an, a finite thing. Like, it's yeah. not a goal. It's not, like, a place you can be and attain. Sure. Because hmm. I think that might change a lot, too. And your yeah. definition of yeah. it might change. Hmm. Definitely. So then, all right, so let's talk about maybe successful stuff with your place. You have a... To your anniversary. Yes. Do you have any exciting events coming up for the remainder of 2017? Oh, we have a great many events. Please we tell us. We have an entire calendar. We, we basically have been doing shows every Friday. Mm-hmm. At the end of the fall, I would look out for what I'm planning right now is Growing Up Talent Show, mm. where people will sign up, and then the audience will choose the top three most talented there you go. They'll be successful that mm-hmm. night. Mm-hmm. And they'll win prizes. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a big thing. I'd like to get a comedy show in there. Cool. Maybe talk to improv. That kind of thing. Yeah, the, totally. Maybe a little more theater before the end of, you know, the, the weather is good. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be at the Blanket Fort Festival on Saturday mm-hmm. in Benton Park. Yeah. It's going to be a cool time. I don't know. We're, we're, there's so many things on the calendar in the next two months that mm-hmm. uh, we just we're planning about two months in advance and then we'll keep going nice look out for more dinners we have that cheap and cheerful dinner series mm-hmm. ten bucks come mm. and eat have dinner that's once a month mm-hmm. whenever, you feel, whenever you feel like it not I mean we were trying to be it's just so many things started getting booked it's mm-hmm. like well I'm, I'm having dinner during shows I'm having you know dinner other events that aren't there mm-hmm. so we were we're trying for every other week at least once a month cool mm-hmm. very nice and you just I know that's cook not up. very straightforward but that's whatever. all right you just cook up whatever you're inspired by yeah it's a thematic thing it's mm-hmm. usually some type of cuisine that I like or you know I actually want to do a spongebob dinner <laughs> all food from spongebob Ooh. Mm. at a meal because I think that'll be fun I think I like to take that opportunity to be a little playful Mm -hmm. sometimes or you know like breakfast for dinner that's Mm. really fun yeah yeah Yeah. stuff like that awesome Mm. so just keep your eyes peeled yeah we do have a new website that it will go live in probably about a month Mm -hmm. and it'll have a nice calendar on it Mm. so everybody can check out there but we usually use like Facebook invites and Mm -hmm. stuff like that for our events Mm-hmm. Very good. So then, Colleen, tell people, I guess, tailing off of that, where can people find you in person and online? Well, you can find me at the shop, 2212 South Jefferson. We have an awesome Instagram. We're on the Facebook. New website coming. It's milktoastbar at milk, milktoastbar.org. That's what it is. That org? Yeah. Interesting. So, this is another interesting thing about milk toast. We run a program called Salad Days. And it's a pay-what-you-can program. So people can either come and have a meal, and if you have a few extra bucks, throw it into the pot. 
And then somebody else comes in and they need a meal. And so it comes out of the pot. Even if there's not enough in the pot, we still give them a meal. Wow, very cool. But that's not ever been a problem yet. Mm -hmm. Um, So we usually have a once or twice a year, a big benefit show for that. Mm -hmm. That was the um, Toast the Community event. And we also did the Soul Soup concert last year hmm. and that is designed to raise funds for the program eventually and this is down the line i have dreams to split part of milk Toast off into a nonprofit so that we can do some hmm. more community outreach and engagement activities and a little bit more feeding people because we hmm. feel like it's kind of an essential need hmm. that needs to be met mm-hmm. and we make food so you know Feed the people. Very cool. Yeah. Then, I guess my last question for you tonight is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> do you have any asks or requests for the people listening to us? Come and visit us. Come have fun. Come play along with us. Come check it out. Hang out. Get to know us. Every day but Wednesday. Yeah, don't come on Wednesdays. Unless we're having a dinner, then you come on Wednesday. Okay. Very good. You're just you're just next door to Yumanja, right? What? Brazil? You're next door to No, no, Fritanga. Fritanga, excuse Nicaraguan. me. Nicaraguan. Yes. That's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then okay. on the other side of us is a South Jefferson mid century modern yes, furniture true. store. Okay, excellent. So. Thank cool. you guys. Yeah, thank oh, you. thanks, Holly. This is super fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nice to chat with you. My pleasure. Yay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> Hey, you guys. Thanks so much for listening to our conversation with Colleen. If you haven't already, would you consider giving this podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts? It would really help us out. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming a We Eat Stuff patron, visit patreon.com slash Stuff to check out all of the packages we're offering and choose the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we'd like to hear from you if there are other rewards you'd like to see. Please be sure to join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye.